I'm pretty sure he was in the military. What's his Respect. name? James Blunt. James Blunt. Oh, shit. Now, that's the name I get you. Instant respect. You know, <laughs> for me. Respect. Welcome to Joy Tactics, the podcast dedicated to all things joyful, joyous, and meeting as many celebrities as humanly possible. Hosted by Eric Rahill, Nate Veroni, and Jack Bensinger. Enjoy. Riz. You risk. You can't spell risk without Riz, okay? Remember? This That's, episode wow. is all this, about risk. Risk yeah. taking, risk e behavior, risk, risk analysis. Analysis, which I'm talented in very naturally. Um We are Yeah, I mean Yeah, we're we're three people who have basically centered our lives around risks around yeah. taking risks personally professionally and spiritually educational risks educational risks of course i was just thinking today about how instead of going to college i stayed home and made rap videos in virginia that was a huge risk and did it pay off not directly but yes it has yes no, it, it has it, man. It, it most definitely has are you kidding me? well the connections i made the the the, per, the person i was working for back there discovered Somebody who you may have heard of called the baby. Now we don't support the baby because of wait, what wait, he wait, said. Wait, 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 what? That's right. So mm-hmm. you you've had a you're kind of you kind of discovered the baby in a weird uh, tangentially. I was wondering why I felt that way. Like whenever I hear the baby, I feel like taking like I, when I hear somebody else listening to it, I feel like taking credit for it and like they're fucking with me. Like, yeah. Uh huh. But so, didn't the baby do Panini with Lil Nas X, and yet he was homophobic? Well, this is the cataclysmic correspondence between business and God personal. Damn. I pathos. hate Two Face. I hate it when you're Two Face <laughs> like that. Come on now, <laughs> if you're not rocking trickery. with the LGBTQ uh, community, get out of my life now. Leave now. <laughs> and that's. <laughs> Genuine. It's crazy to be a celebrity <laughs> and homophobic these days. I know. It's, what is wrong Kit, with you? Even oh, yeah, Kit it Rock. was sick back in the day, man. I hear you there. <laughs> All right. Wait, we gotta, bit, bit, one, bit, we gotta answer one. We gotta answer one follow up question from the last AMA, one that we thought was interesting and special, and comments on masculinity. The question was, do men ever get flowers? You know, because women traditionally get flowers out the wazoo every single day of their lives um getting flowers nonstop for people for women um but do we ever get flowers as men no nope, we ever gifted and I'll, I'll, like, tell dude, I'll tell you what i'll tell you i've never been <laughs> <I've> never... <laughs> now that you mention it psych Men don't need flowers. We need respect, <laughs> admiration, and things that are substantial Beer. within cur- curating a life. Cheese Fly- curls. No, Jeez. you know what? Dude, I'm saying we need some food as well. I'm saying flowers are awesome in the house. You think, what's the point? Flowers couldn't be that nice. You put that shit in a vase. You put it on your table. You immediately feel like lifted. You feel as though there are angels floating around in your house. Natural angels. Natural Man, angels. Man, fuck that shit. Give me some head, dude. <laughs> All right? I don't fucking need flowers. No, I you... want Head. Hey man, no, hey, hey, I want to. That's listen, why you're not listen, getting listen. any flowers, man. <laughs> that's why. That's I want why. Head so badly. Yeah, 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 man. If you just acted a little better, you might get be getting. A, and by I the can't way, behave myself. Can I tell you guys this? I've had to make 
uh, bouquets, okay? Once in a while for birthday gifts, you know what I mean. And instead of buying the pre-made ones, I look at that and say, tacky, get that shit out of here. It's not even as healthy because it's been sitting all... Okay. I, I put them together and I always body the fucking bouquets, okay? Because I'm not that? getting just the big roses and the purple, whatever. I'm getting greenery, things that aren't just, you know, things Bouquet. that might look a little... You're putting yeah. like grass in there? Essentially. Oh, dude. I like green, natural, earthy bouquets, Okay. Let me That's tell what you, I like. Let, let me tell vines. you what's been done. What? And Eric, your respect and incorporation of nature into things that are ordinarily so mundane and contrived is beautiful. Thank you, man. Um, now, I kind of take it the opposite way, for real. My girlfriend, she has a creature living amongst her known as a cat. C-A-T, feline. Now, those things are allergic to many types of <laughs> to many right. types of different plants. Right. So my intention is, is never true. to murder that cat, despite what people say, and despite it attacking me in the middle of the night and ruining my sleep and fucking fucking me up. Uh what did I do? I made Raleigh a bouquet bouquet out of Legos. Mm. Dude, awesome! And you guys I, are no longer together, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. kind of the thing. Yeah, that and then you took her to, to the train museum, and then you talked about. Oh, really funny, them. man! Really funny. <laughs> no, listen. She looked at me after I did that and said, "Hey, I don't think I can ever look at you romantically this ever again." That was really childish. <laughs> like, no, I think I didn't actually do that, but I did. But I didn't buy them. Somebody else bought them for her. It was a family member. Uh, it was not another man, but well, it was, but it was a familial man, so we're good. How do you all react if someone's jocking on your girl, macking on your girl? Jocking on What do you my... do? <laughs> yeah. What does jocking mean? Yeah, you got it. Jocking. I don't know. I guess that sounds You know, right. I'm just being kind of all up on. Jocking on me. Jock Bensinger. Jock Bensinger. Um, well, there's a couple ways to approach it. There's confrontation mm-hmm. that's risky because what if somebody back to risk they see how gun. seamlessly mm. we make this shit happen so you see it right yeah it's this is our improv brains this is what second city fucking taught us <laughs> and by the way yeah okay. i mean so yeah, yeah. confrontation there's, there's, so there's ways to go about it there's confrontation there's cowering there's using mental uh assassinatory tactics upon them. <laughs> <laughs> mental assassinatory uh, okay so let's say all right nate you are outside of the 930 club you just saw fucking the white stripes and uh, yeah. the strokes and it was sick yeah but you were too busy in the corner with your headphones on listening to nas <laughs> and classic hip-hop oh, dancing yeah, your ass off getting all sweaty uh, what? i'm at the bar just getting effects. the venue <laughs> Okay, really sorry. sweaty. Okay, so <laughs> so some fucking young Tom Cruise comes up and oh. just takes the back of his hand and just goes like this upon your chick's arm. I'm already pissed. And I'm already pissed okay. off just by this scenario. Okay. Yeah. Well that's what it's designed to do. So so pissed off. So so how are you reacting now? Are you uh, are you assuming that this well, person Well, first is... off, I don't have ownership of my my girlfriend. You know what yep. I'm saying? I do not yep. own her at all. She is not yep. mine. She is not she is the property of herself, okay? 
Yeah, thank you, Nate. So that's just kind okay. of the I believe kind of the you, feminist, I the feminist type of shit that I'm on, man. Um, so right. basically, now yeah, I'm just answer how you out. really feel. Okay. Now I answer how you really feel, man. Knocking them out with a snake, a with a dead way, snake, in an unsuccessful, yeah, whipping out the dead snake, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whipping out the dead snake, palming their head, and palming getting head, shot in the know. kidneys and dying. Yeah, I Listen, don't know. I feel like, but I feel like women do want you to fight for them. I think they they like the idea of like. I feel like my girlfriend would like love the idea of me like pushing some guy over. Like, get out! You don't touch her. You know. What about Very if you just went up to your girlfriend and started grinding on her in a way that this guy has never seen outside of Step Up, <laughs> the Step Up like movie? Oh my god! Grinding, you're like grinding on her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, you're doing like acrobatics. Basically like battling yeah. her. Like, that would deter, I feel like, yeah. Oh, shit. That would work. Dude, if you start, if you like start crumping on somebody when they're approaching your girl like that, and you're mm -hmm. like, you know, like, okay, if you could dance better than me, it's on, it's yours. I'd be. That's how it would have went down good. in the '80s. Like people had those dance right. fights, the West Side people Story used to types. Do a disco, sh but they would still shoot each other and stab each other. It's right, like they do dance. the dance and then they do the violence. Yes. Well, violence is a dance of its own. Of course it is. Mm. Hey, at least it used to be. About, well, capoeira is a violent dance. And what is dancing but a physical expression of no nay a welt? <laughs> and I someone heard, commented on our YouTube that listening to us is like listening to their their fugly uncles in a hot tub. Did they say the fugly? No. Uh, no, no. But I just put fugly in there. <laughs> okay, because they're in a hot tub. <laughs> it's like listening to your drunk uncles in a hot tub. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, at least we got a hot tub. At least we got a fucking tub. Yeah. Did you guys hear be. that guy died from Legionnaire's disease? What the fuck is that? From sitting in a hot tub. What is that? Uh, Some special disease I wasn't aware of, but it sounds like it dates back to Roman times. It sounds like an award. Uh, uh, Yo, I got Legionnaire's. Congrats, bro. Yeah, it doesn't like, sound that, that bad. That sounds like the fucking Elite Four type shit. Yeah, that sounds that like, yeah. That sounds it sounds like, like nice. It sounds good. It sounds there like some Articuno. You guys saw this, right? There was a World War One. Um, disease that is spreading in Burning Man. Burning Man. Ebola. I think it is Ebola. It was. I, <laughs> I have some news I, about that. There well, was you. You are per, you are friends with the person who started this rumor. Oh, who? Who started it? Well, they're actually friend of the show. Their name is Brace Belden. Is it? Did he was really? this completely fabricated? Yes. yes. Brace made that serious? whole thing up. Yes. And they went on to write articles about it. Oh. Like it was real. <laughs> Full on Brace lying. I, I saw. This is like secondhand. So I was like, so it's spreading. Yeah. It's spreading. And that was I mean, risky I believe of, it, dude. Uh, Brace. It got me kind of excited. I don't like people that go to Burning Man. I was like, I'm, I'm kind of happy for like the, the, the destruction of that event, you know? I mean, it's just like tech people with like white people with dreads like that. Yeah. Are Though, you know what, man? I, I think you don't like that. They're taking a risk and they're taking. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, a chance. That's the biggest risk is the white the dreads. City. Very yeah. good, Eric, by the way. <laughs> risk. I'll tell you what. Uh, and I'll, I mean this. And have I said this before? What? I swear on my uh, whatever. 
Jesus was a white guy with dreads. Prove me wrong. <laughs> How could he not have been? Can we just meet in the middle? What you know is what that saying? shroud? They claim to have the shroud that he was wrapped in that shows his face. What the fuck? Huh? What is that like shroud? He got made? crystallized on it, like uh, fossilized. They found his face the fossilized Jesus. in some toilet is paper. That the, is that in the Holy Grail or something? Oh, that's a comedy. Uh, I think it. Our our church was say the Shroud of Turin. That's what I thought it was. Oh, that's the shit in Red Bull. If if you look at the Shroud of Turin, which I believe shows Jesus as he was, uh, yo, I mean, <laughs> it looks like a white guy with dreads. I'm I not kidding you. Shroud of Turin. <laughs> yeah. The no, Shroud I've of seen Turin. the rendering. Everyone, look up the Jesus Christ rendering of what he looks like and it, he oh he doesn't oh, look man. pretty i mean he, he, he looks, kinda, like, the, he looks uh, like my dad honestly in the shroud of turin he looks like the uh Let me look the smaller guy from flight of the concords if he was like a tekken character or something yo they're saying <laughs> kind of jesus looks like kind of like me a little bit what do you realistically what did everybody google now I, I googled realistic Jesus. Okay, realistic <laughs> Jesus. One of them it looks just like fucking Nate. Oh if shit! He had some hair. Oh man. And one of them looks like Jack. <laughs> one of them is uh, that guy from the guy Wolverine guy. Yeah, G- was oh, Jesus. Oh, you Bugley? know what? Jesus, when he's got the little pencil mustache, kind of looks like what's that guy's name? It's Young Gravy's friend, maybe. His name's like. Little virgin or something, little no sex or something. I don't know. I don't know. Young, I mean, Jesus was a virgin, so he couldn't have been like that. He, he, I bet you God made him like, you know, kind of a little fugly. I, I bet there's no, no question that Jesus was fugly. You know what I mean? Because that, that just that's another challenge for him to get over, and people wouldn't treat him good just because of how he looked. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. He doesn't yeah. look good, and you know what? In any Google image result of realistic Jesus, there's no good option. You know, they all don't look. No, I'm seeing some sexy. I'm sexy, seeing sexy a bunch names. of. I'm seeing Jared Leto. I'm seeing like a busted ass UFC fighter. <laughs> I'm seeing. Like, you think Jesus could fight? Uh, there's no. Well, they, he would. No, he, he turns the other cheek away. Away. All oh, right, he would be a bad. He'd be a good psychological warfare person because he's God. He'd be he a Death Grips fan. Um, I was rocking with Jesus so fucking hard. I was rocking with him. So I don't know. Well, go ahead. Well, just Eric. Now you've taken a risk in giving up your allegiances to Jesus. Took a big risk, dude. When I denounced the biggest his risk ass. you could take, really. You. Are... I remember. Have I told this story where stopped being Christian for various reasons? And then there was about six months where I was like rocking uh, agnostically. Uh, and then I went on a trip with my family to Washington, D.C. And we went into a, an art, old art museum and there was a tiny picture of Jesus painting, ancient painting from okay. whatever, hundreds of years ago. And I saw the painting and I got just like <laughs> chills. I got chills. And I took that as a sign of what have I fucking, I've forsaken God. I said no to God. And this guy died 
uh, for my sins and I turned him away. What have I done? So then I, then for about two weeks, I was like rocking with Jesus again, praying to his ass saying, so take me back to me back now. Now. Uh, and then I started back down the path of darkness where you see me today. Well, the thing is you can't operate on fear, right? Right. So, I hate fear-based tactics. I hate them. Well, it's joy tactics, of course. Right. So if, you know, if, if there's a God and the only way that they can convince you to join them in the war on whatever they want to do is through fearing you, scaring you, that's a God that I am willing to rally against in hell. That's a God yeah. that I am. Uh, yeah. Don't make me start saying phrases, man. I just, <laughs> I will. I have a phrase, but I'm not going to say You have the it. most deadly phrases. I have deadly phrases ready to go at all times, like one of them fish with the tongue that's like goes as fast as a bullet. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a rock shrimp or something. Oh yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that probably more. You know, have we ever mentioned scare tactics on this on the pod? Oh Oh, my god! One of the you just said scare. You just said one of the best shows of all time. Have we talked about Scare Tactics, the greatest TV show to ever hit the air? (laughs) Ever Scare Tactics, where they really kill people. Go look up Scare Tactics Babysitter. Have you seen oh this? Oh my God, yes. That <laughs> this is, so is one of fun. my Literally favorite. every episode, like I'm talking about, I think, I don't think I have experienced <laughs> more joy in my entire life than watching Scare Tactics. <laughs> it is the best show that's ever so... been made. Tracy Morgan is the host of it. Yes. Like it's, they just don't make TV like that anymore. Well, can I explain the babysitter one? Please. please. Okay. And then I'll scare and then I'll 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 tell you scare tell us? my favorite one after. Okay. Okay, this and then, then I'm gonna scare you guys. Okay. okay. Okay, perfect. This is I like this amazing plan. And by the way, <laughs> scaring people is risky. You know what I'm saying? Because Absolutely. you get you get shot, slapped, punched, right. sued. So that's it fits into the theme of the show. So okay, my favorite one is Gary the babysitter. <laughs> Gary the babysitter. And uh, Gary is uh, babysitting a child. Her mom says, don't, they're about to, mom's about to leave on a date. And the mom is like, um, you know, her sister passed away last year. So she's acting funny. It's because of her dead sister. And he's like, and I think he's fully, fully convinced. Maybe they've had some tactic where he's okay with seeing cameras, but I bet it's hidden camera. And uh, basically, he's sitting there with the girl that that's still alive, and then the fucking TV. They're watching the movie, and the T TV turns off, turns back on, and it's static. And then it's the dead sister talking to the TV. Okay, and this guy starts to lose his mind. And then the TV gets unplugged. It starts moving around the room, and then a girl shows up knocking at the door, looking all dead. And this guy is screaming. Because his reality has just been broken in front of his eyes. <laughs> you don't ever get to see that. And Someone he's screaming that, really no. awesome. The screaming <laughs> is really good. The t- you you see terror that like people, like a, a a terror that like you will never experience ever in your life. Like you see it on their face. Like they because uh, we need to explain what this is for. Scare Tactics is a show where it's a prank <laughs> show where supernatural things happen to people and there's hidden cameras. So like a ghost will appear or like the first episode, like they have an alien spaceship that like lands in front of a car. And like, there's like aliens that are like banging on the windows of the, of this like car that can't start. And then there's always an accomplice who like, uh, 
uh, you know, is in on the prank. And I think the first episode, somebody like the first, very first prank that they did, like they sued the show. <laughs> really? I think the alien one. Yeah. They like sued the show. Cause it was like, so like terrifying. <laughs> oh my God. I, I, it's just so funny to see people accept this new reality where there is something supernatural afoot. You know what I mean? They accept it pretty quick. Yeah. 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 And they're scared. Yeah. I accept. And my, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say my favorite one is the, the antichrist birth. <laughs> I, I haven't seen this. You, you had, to, I feel like I showed you this before. What happened? Yeah. This, this is the one where there's somebody who's working at the front desk. It's like a temp job. And they're like, Hey, you just have to work at the front desk of this, like, uh, uh, like, uh, healthcare facility and there's like this ominous like priest that comes in and is like is it time yet and she's like uh i don't know and somebody's like uh somebody comes in who's about to give birth and is like it's coming it's coming and this like priest is like in oh, the yes. corner with like sunglasses and there what happens is she's in the room and a little person is covered in red paint and comes out of her and she's like screaming like no and they're like we have to take the money baby and this like little person comes out of her all like devilish and is like ah, like fucking growling and she's like no it's like insane in fucking insane it's could they make those these days the prank shows these days well let me tell you they oh, did whoa a modern they scare did. tactics they did i think it it had to have been the same people that did scare tactics but it was hosted by this is the i think this is kind of genius that they did this one of the stranger Ki things kids oh getting marzano getting yes so when like somebody comes out and is like hey we're pranking you they're like oh we can't get mad at it's like, a child a kid, you know yeah. which i thought was that's probably the only yeah. way you could do that that's a good idea Man. for war we need to we need to do joy <laughs> tactics punked uh, oh my yeah. yeah oh that's I'll what we should do for the joy we should Breaking do that for the live with, show. You just got ten million dollars. You know <laughs> we, what I mean? We rip it away live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we make them feel amazing for about thirty minutes, and then uh, yeah, have people fall away. in love with like ugly people, like really hot yeah. people. Because I mean, they get to feel that for like ten minutes, and then isn't that better than nothing? You know That's I mean? better than nothing. I'd rather feel pain than do? nothing at all, as they say in that song. Um. All right, now I'm gonna scare you guys. All right. Good luck, Try, man. man. All right, all I need is a chicken wing. Where'd you I'm get waiting. these chicken wing? Where'd you get these Do you wings? Have a chicken wing in you... front of you? How old is that wing? Because you've been saying you're hungry. Don't tell me you're about to like do that one bite. Oh, this does fucking. I've seen this. Ugh. What are you about to do with that thing, man? Put your hand behind you... it. No, no. So no, people no. can see it, you know? There we go. Okay, so if you're listening, he's holding a lighter underneath a chicken wing. Oh, he's oh. heating it up. Dude. Uh putting the flame now to the chicken wing, catching it upon fire. <laughs> is it is it catching? Oh, oh. dude, light a blunt now. I chicken thought they wing were, blunt. Oh. Light a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> The chicken wing yeah. is on fire. Now put that shit in your mouth now. Oh, no. oh, oh. 
Jack just wait. Is that a candle, man? What the hell? You put a match in there? It's a candle. Did I scare you guys? That's a chicken wing candle. That was yeah. a magic trick. I, <laughs> you you it's fooled a, me, man. It's a chicken wing candle. I got about five of them over here for my birthday. Damn, are we, we rocking with? Show? Are we We're rocking with magicians? Um, of course. Uh, of course. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. David Blaine is one like of the most the enjoyable ones. people to watch when he just the way he David speaks. Blaine is he, he says, is he canceled? I heard he likes to on the first date he likes to get peed on. Oh shit! That's I nothing. heard that for <laughs> That's real. Nothing. That's nothing. Oh Eric, when you're on the first date, you got a fucking <laughs> six story high rope swing, sex swing. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. B, Mr. Beast level, like millions of dollars. <laughs> Eric will go on a five minute date and then, uh, you know, roll himself up in a gimp suit. And yeah, it's a good thing he's first date, man. What's the first after the first sentence? Pee on me, like your first thing. <laughs> yeah, but first thing wait, you say to somebody. You guys Trump remember when he went to Harrison Ford's house? Yep. And Harrison Ford was like, oh, yeah. yeah. He puts a card into an orange and then and how did he do this? How did he get the card into the fucking orange? I don't orange? know. I can't. There's many things like that. He, and remember, he got shot in the mouth. Have y'all yeah, seen well, that one? That, I could do that. A lot of people have had that happen. Some don't survive. Well, that's what's Wait, cool about it. Did we we've we've talked about him before on this cuz you had a funny joke about this many many podcasts ago. About D Blaine? About Mr. Blaine. What's the joke? I want to hear it. I don't know. You had some amazing I did? joke about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nah, nah, nah. What the fuck was it? I don't remember. I'm trying to think of a joke about David Blaine. To like, also, we we can't even. You know how like I feel like we do this a lot, or I hear podcasts do this a lot too, where it's like I don't know if I said this on a previous episode. Man, nobody's listening to every fucking. That's episode right. Of this shit. Yo, nobody. If and, and our oh, audience, yeah. by the oh, way, has the memory oh, of a fucking goldfish. Oh, they're right. washing dishes. They're fucking. You yeah. know what? What? We literally horses while they listen. We may, literally, everyone's talking to me from a horse. We may as well just make the the fact that we are doing a different topic every uh, podcast. We should just re-release the same episode, literally verbatim. They'd have no clue. Right? What do you think? Anybody <laughs> has listened to the entire library? The the uh, the fucking IRS probably has. Oh shit! There. I want to see people do a cover of a podcast of us Ooh. three to get three of your yeah. friends and verbatim. Try, just try, just try, try to do what we do for <laughs> for twenty minutes. Try Wait, I also want to say twenty minutes of joy tactics. Verbatim. I also want to say, speaking of Harrison Ford, I've been obsessed with Harrison Ford recently. I've been watching all these Harrison Ford movies, and he fucking knocks it out. He's not just Han Solo. Okay. He's not just Indiana Jones. He's a bunch of different characters, okay? And he he's an I'm in love with Harrison Ford from the from the 90s and 80s. Uh, and dude, that's nothing to be what? ashamed of. Do you know how he got his start? He was a carpenter, Podcasting. dude. Wasn't he? he wasn't even oh. an, I don't think he was even an actor, right? He was just a carpenter. Maybe he yeah. maybe dabbled. He was in, in like Apocalypse Now and a bunch of stuff. He was in American you. American Graffiti. I tell you. All my favorite actors didn't start out as wanting to be actors. Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt, Danny McBride, McBrizzle. What is uh, that? William Hung. It's because acting is fucking easy. Acting it's is because easy for the talented. It's interesting. What is talent? <laughs> Why'd you say that? Uh, I'm just saying, like, if you're talented, 
not saying I am, but I, I probably am in some way. Um, then yeah, it's easy to the outside about. observer. <laughs> Wait, but I need to say this about Harrison Ford. Okay, I've been watching. I'll list some of the movies: Clear and Present Danger, Hilarious. Regarding Henry, Beautiful. Witness, Scary. The Fe- There's about four th- movies that came out in the 80s and 90s, maybe just three, where Harrison Ford is wrongly accused of killing his wife. I used has to, to go. Well, yeah. Or, or something the conversation? Similar. Uh, not, he, he, there's the, a there's maybe something. Some, Isn't he? He's in the he's conversation. In, he's involved with some kind of yeah. uh, wife infidelity type shit. Anyway. Oh, fuck. Vindicated. I am selfish. I am wrong. I am right. I swear I'm right. I swear I knew it all along. <laughs> Sorry. Who's that? James. Uh, who's that? That's Dashboard Confessionals. Isn't it? Oh, I thought it was. Um, James yeah, Blunt. Um, uh, you're beautiful. He's British and he's a military guy. Yeah, he's in the military. I'm pretty sure he was in the military. What's his Respect. name? Respect. James Blunt. James Blunt. Oh shit! Now nah, that's how they make it to instant respect. You know, <laughs> for me. Respect. What's your name, man? J- oh, that's James awesome. Blunt. Who else yeah. are you chilling with? Fucking Tyler. Uh, Joint. Bubba? Tyler Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So one thing I need to say sorry, is I was sorry, looking sorry, up sorry. all Harrison Ford shit on Letterboxd, and I found a movie that had about two reviews, one star. It looked like the most busted piece of shit I've ever seen. It's all recorded on camcorder, and Harrison Ford is listed as an actor in it. Okay. Uh, and I need to find the name of this. I'll find it, but before the like, end of the is podcast. he actually in it, or is it? He is actually in it. He's in someone's <laughs> like student film for a little bit, and he looks like haggard <laughs> oh, as hell. I love like, that. And you and people are getting in in the bus and the oh, the name of it is called like "What's up, bitch," and because oh. that's his that's his only line. He goes like, or that's like his first line. He goes like, "What's up, yatch," and I was like, like, "Am I watching Harrison Ford?" And it when was. Did it's this him. come out? 2005 or something it's clearly oh, a student that year film was wicked that's awesome yeah so that, i just wanted to tell everybody that's that. crazy man never count somebody out from doing something like that never ever and speaking of star wars maybe no, one of the please. biggest risks what people with uh, george lucas took because he was nobody believed in him people were like what the fuck is this man this is going to bomb yep. in, the, in the box office. He showed people early cuts of that and they're like, "Sorry, man. I don't think this is going to work for you. I know you I know you this is your baby. This is your project. I don't think this is going to work out, George Lucas." All right. This is but, how I But lo and behold, look what happened. Yeah. Lo and behold, man. Lo and behold. This is how I feel about the cinematic universe about chess that I'm trying to pitch. And everybody's right. saying, don't chess fucking one. make it. Uh, chess one, chess, chess, two, chess two. three D, yeah, chess, chess, chess three, chess four, the pawn chronicles. Um, oh, P A W N, dude. Should there be a movie about Barbie crush it? Shouldn't chess fucking crush it? And then you checkers. And that's got no, that's got no like maker behind. There's no copyright. Yeah, you can have. And you want to talk about interesting characters? You got a fucking horse chilling with a fucking queen, chilling with a fucking pawn. I don't know what that is. Chilling with what's a pawn? (laughs) A fucking piece of metal? What is that shit? By the way, a A pawn, dude, is like just nah, nah. It's like a little busted little soldier. Oh, it's a dude. Rises up to become the king. 
Why the are the pawns? It, it has some social implications, kind of like Barbie. Why are the pawns always the ones that get, uh, they have the least amount of moves, you know what I'm saying? And the pawns rise up. There's more pawns than there are kings. There's more pawns than there are horses than uh, that's right. uh, rooks or whatever. Is the and that's why we need to have a general strike, man, because it's getting out of hand and, and WGA has gone on long enough. It's time to join forces against Bill Maher. I want to go to Bill Maher's head and rip his head open from the <laughs> teeth of open his head like a coconut and drink his fucking brain out of his head with a fucking froyo straw but then guess what I would puke it up because his blood probably tastes so bad I hate Bill Maher so much he makes Get me it, man. he makes me more mad than maybe anybody on the planet Bill Maher I think he has figured it out and I know he's like leaning into it sorry I'm gonna let it go I would say he, he <sighs> is even at this point more annoying to me than Tucker Carlson can I remind I you guys some, about something what okay. winners Wait, I, hold on. Let me flip around. <laughs> Losers, I don't yeah. focus on winners, and winners, what do they focus on? Winning, winning, winning. And who said that? You did. And then and you. Who did I quote? Who's quoting I that from? Conor McGregor, the <laughs> yeah, UFC fighter. I was. Yeah. Don't make me say a phrase, man. And I feel like Gandhi or Gandhi was the. No, I don't know he who might said have been that. Up to that. Did he quote it from somebody else, or is that an original? He probably quoted it, but. Who's to say? No, he definitely quoted it. Um, but I've been thinking about that, and I think that's true. Why are we focusing so much on these on Bill Maher fucking loser ass? Well, Bill Maher's a loser, and so it's just it's not. You know what? I'm not focusing on Bill Maher as the winner. You know what I'm I saying? I guess we're losers focusing on losers. We're if losers he, focusing Maher's on losers loser. in that scenario. Yeah, we're just getting pissed off at some fucking guy with weird hair who's gonna die alone. Realistically, <laughs> realistically, he will uh, be on the deathbed with a bunch of crickets all around him, going chirp chirp, um, before he God, enters oblivion. He's had a show for like fucking thirty years or something. Oh uh, yeah, oh uh, yeah. Do you guys think Gandhi had a long one? <laughs> oh, Eric. <laughs> How do you think he's Wait, so nice? I think nice? I actually read he was evil. Him and oh, Mother really? Teresa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think these. Oh people really? Yeah, he had some. He had some he, tip. Bill. And if yep. I could go back in history and expose these people R- Ronan Farrow style, I would do it. Ronan Farrow. We need to, interview we need to get this time. time machine invented. Give me it now. Give me it. Don't you think it's funny? I would mm, I would rock with a time machine so hard. Sorry, go ahead, Jack. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I want to hear about that. I mean, just some people would fucking you go back in time and invest in an Apple, whatever. Mm-hmm. I would just go chill in a pub in every single year. And and talk to people, talk to the people from mm-hmm. the lower classes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just write books and make my money off of that. Right. You would do it selfish. <laughs> the time like and better call the, the time travel right, right, right. chronicles. I would love that. I would love to see that. I'd I would, I would pay you actually. I would pay you to write that. Can we seriously though get one one good time traveling series? Like a good if it was us. What about we, that dude in the phone booth? Dr. Hancock. Dr. Who? Oh, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Hancock. <laughs> Isn't that about time travel? Yeah. That's about like it. They go back in time, but that's interdimensional kind of. It's not. Okay. I want to see raw time travel. You know what I mean? Whoa. And I want to see people like us traveling, like Martin Lawrence, Black Knight style time travel. <laughs> Remember Black Knight? Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, that, that movie, movie was... is good as fuck from my memory. I haven't seen it in a minute. Oh, no, yeah. It is. 
You need more yeah, normal because the people that are gonna time travel aren't. We're, it's not gonna be us. Let's be honest. Oh, there's a fun one, but I don't think what? it's in English. There's one about this dude in Russia. This is from the seventies. I feel like. What the fuck is it called? And he like is building a time machine in his apartment, and then like the landlord is trying to fucking like a victim or something. He's like, "Fuck, dang it! I'm about to fucking get this shit fi- figured out, though. Hold on, give me a second. And then he accidentally figures it out, and he switches himself with like basically sends himself back to the Roman times. And so oh. there's just this fucking goofy ass Russian guy and his neighbor who are being like hunted and murdered by. Uh, a bunch of old Roman funny? people. And then comedy? there's like a Roman king chilling out in the apartment in Russia and they're like trying to play it cool. It's really funny and it's like an old movie. So it's not like, it, there's only like, I feel like three or four locations in it. Uh, and it's very entertaining. Richard Linklater said cinema is fucking dead and it will never come back to what it was. That's what they say. Point. That's what Jealous. they said when the ta- when the talkies took over the silent films. You know what I mean? They said the good, and so you know, cinema is always changing. It's malleable. Every generation says this is the last great generation. We haven't had uh, uh, some solid hits in a minute, but filmmaking is more accessible to people across the world than it ever has. So I don't need white men like Richard Linklater coming in my face telling me cinema's dead <laughs> because he ain't watching where the good shit is. I don't okay, need <laughs> people like Richard Linklater coming on my face and telling me all this fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> about what I <laughs> clip it, clip it, clip it. That's the clip for the week. Okay, wait. The what? Russian movie is called Ivan Ivan Vasilyevich Back to the Future. <laughs> and I looked 1973, up 1973, Moscow. The Harrison Ford uh, short. Uh, and we'll link the Vimeo to this so people can watch it. <laughs> the movie is called Water to Wine. And the poster of it is like a grainy ass sepia pic MacBook. Uh, style photo oh, booth picture of him and the tagline is what up biatch <laughs> you know what i respect that so much isn't that Harrison. sick like why did yeah, he do would this? come into a student film like that Hell because yeah. i feel like a lot of these big actors if we're talking about putting your ten thousand hours into something they are only they you can get more selective with your projects as you become the adam drivers of the world you know mm-hmm. so you might not be getting the reps that you need to get to that next level you know what i'm saying so yeah i say, i want to encourage more of these a-list actors to hop on you know sort of our uh social media videos and you know because you're going to get those yeah. extra hours yeah. in, and that's going to make you Come that's going to get you closer to the oscar if to that special prize if you're out you there want. if you're out there and you're feeling a little stuck. You got writer's block, and your name is Drake. Your name mm. is Iggy Azalea. Your name is Sia. Your name is who is an actor? Andy Milanakis. Andy Milanakis. Uh, who was like killing it like three or four years ago? Mm. Uh, what about um, Ice JJ Fish? Ice JJ Fish. Whoa. <laughs> Ice JJ Fish hit us up anytime for anything. <laughs> I love him. Um, uh. No, but hit us up and come hang. Yeah, come listen to Iron and Wine with us, and fucking wake up in the morning and brush <laughs> your teeth with us. And shit. Um, um, I want to take it back for one second and ask you guys a question. A hypoth- I love doing these hypothetical questions, and I think the and listeners we love them. Well. Yes. Well, I think the listeners adore it. What would you guys do, Nate, when you come to New York? I said, you guys, would you come out with me tonight and come to this? Come to this club. It's a it's a prohibition style club and you got to dress like you're from the 
20s. You guys want to come? I'll hook it up. I'll get you all suited up, but you got to look like you're from the 20s. And basically, I take you to an ancient door that is beneath a townhouse. And I knock on the door. And it all goes quiet. The city street goes quieter on us. And then come with me and you'll be in a world of pure lights are flashing all around you shit's not feeling you feel like you're getting the bends <laughs> what the hell the door opens it's a 1920s prohibition bar for real you've gone back in time to the 20s and then i turn around and i said i passed the curse on to you guys you're stuck here now forever you will never go back to your families and this is your reality now you live in the 1920s okay i grab well, you hey okay and then and i say this you realize you just messed up right mathematically why because you had the curse right yes the time just you me and and my whole family yeah all right well that screws up what i was gonna say okay just me just me. okay just you well what you fucked up as like is by (laughs) is by doing both me and nate because now i'm presuming it's only affecting us half wise Whereas you were really stuck. So now we have the ability to come back to Earth for half the day and beat the shit out of you. And we'll just fucking trade off. Would you guys go crazy, though, in the 20s if you went back in time? Can you imagine? Let's just say beer, wine, and liquor. Man, Except back then it would be fucking ale, fucking ale, fucking licorice, banana oil. <laughs> hey, licorice, all banana, right, oil, so and gun, that, and swords. That bit of, might have been my most busted hypothetical of all time. I didn't really yeah. think through it. I was kind of t- winging it, but I just wanted to know: Would you well, guys no, be impressed? Would you Basically, guys be you just, impressed? That was with just me? like a kidnapping. Like you just I kidnapped you back to the a yeah. different decade, a time travel kidnap. Yeah, I mean, I, this is just what's going through my head all day. Stories <laughs> as, as such, hypothetical okay. scenarios. I feel like. We're at a deep enough in the podcast where anybody who I don't want to hear this isn't listening anymore, and I could say a kind of truthful, cringy story. Say it, please. This is where we just start getting. If you're if you just got to the last quarter of Joy Tactics now, and this is your first time with us, it kind of takes a hard fucking pivot. (laughs) We are naming names right now. Oh yeah, names. We're canceling people. We're telling just we're not just the craziest gossip that you've ever heard. And I want to welcome you to the last quarter of Joy Tactics right now because we're about to get into this shit, and you're you're not going to be disappointed. And it's a sprint, by the way, because it's the end of the race. We're going hard. Right. All right. So here it is: an embarrassing story sponsored by Jack Bensinger. Yep, I was in college one time in North Carolina. Didn't go to college for a year after high school. Took some community college classes, whatever. Then I found out that Danny McBride went to college in North Carolina. So I went to that college because uh, that made sense to me. Uh, then the film Your Highness, hilarious film, oh, yeah. was screening at the f- I place. I never saw that. Is that good? About the Franco is- joint? If if you love it, you love it. But a lot of people didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> I remember it like, skipping it. It was I like skipped it, too. it was basically like uh, if I Pineapple Express uh, wasn't quite as good, but it was more interesting. Anyway, so they're screening it, and who's doing the Q and A? But the man himself, the legend, David Gordon Green. Oh yeah, ah uh, yeah, who went to the school as well, and I and I. 
I was at the time I had kind of decided in my head, I am leaving this school. I am moving to Chicago to go do comedy. And so I was like really trying to get reassurance. And so I asked David Gordon Green, I said, do you think it's important to take risks in life? Wow. Because wow. I wanted him to tell me, yes, basically you should drop out essentially. Um, How old are you when you asked this? Uh, I was a sophomore, so I was 23. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining you asking this with a backpack on. Uh, I probably had like a Goodwill like suit, like button up. You were looking on. like a full grown man. Like you I were... still don't look like a full grown man, <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Yeah. For those who also don't know, I was held back a couple times. So I graduated high school and I was about 19. No fault of your own. And I basically <laughs> almost graduated college when I was 24. It's not a problem. Um, okay, so what did he say? He said something like so unremarkable and unmemorable. Like I was looking for yeah. like an answer that was going to change the course of my life. Yeah. And he just was, said something along the lines like, yeah, man, of course. Yeah, you always got to take risks. Like something, oh, not that, even that. That kind of makes me. Yeah, I'm like. Well, here's the. I no, don't no, here's like the, that. No, 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 no. But here's the context. David Gordon Green, he had been explaining that he is in the throes of hell because he wants, wants to make like good fucking movies, not just comedies right. and this and that. And he was trapped into making like, he had to direct The Sitter with like Jonah Hill and fucking like, uh, just, it was like ruining. He was like not happy about. And he was talking about that? Comedies. Yeah. He was saying, like, so, I don't want to do this shit. That's so interesting. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, I think that's why a lot of their stuff is amazing is because it's, like, it's, I don't know, it has, like, cinematic qualities in mind when they're when they're making their TV shows. For real. And, and movies, you know? Dude. Like, so, there's something to it. There is something big to Obviously. it. Watching, uh, watching Eastbound and Down, the way that they do, I hate to be so academic, but I can't help it because I am an academic in my core. Right, right. They are so, their ability to do visual storytelling as well as auditorial storytelling in the, in the way that if you watch this scene in any other TV show on right now, uh, they would just never communicate these things this way where all of a sudden they're kind of dipping into a different genre and doing camera movements that aren't normal for this just for one scene just to kind of set set something up and uh, add some flair and tv you, is so uh, busted right now <clears throat> it's on the it's on the break? or it's in the or can we get a shout out to the john wilson uh finale that was amazing oh that, that that's a show that made me feel inspired of like okay there's something new happening there's a new thing going on. you know what i mean yeah but now that that's over succession i'm like what's what else we got well you know i well, have we got a, a theory hmm. what i have a theory that telemarketers and john wilson we had those back to back on max yeah that's okay? the end friday, of the era friday we had john wilson how to with john wilson then yeah. sundays we had telemarketers produced right. by danny only three parts i just and, thought it'd be more and uh you know uh the safties okay yeah okay so i think this was a psyop because the white boys were planning something and they were trying to quell some sort of white boy rebellion. They were keeping us at bay. You go know on. what I'm saying? What do you go mean? On. I don't fully understand. Yeah, what you go mean. on. Just by, just by distracting us with amazing television. <laughs> oh. <yeah. laughs> so, like, so you're saying there's like something, something happening in politics that we're not aware of? 
it was just I feel like there was a rumbling of like that like some alternative like indie white boys were were cooking planet. There was some kind of revolt that was about to happen. Right. And they predicted it and they were like, We gotta give them like something to, <laughs> to tape. Oh, you're off. saying there was about to be like a mass shooting uh and like they needed all the like straight white boy, like incel adjacent guys to yeah, something. something I'm not saying mass shooting, but like something was something was cooking, something was in the air, you okay. know, like like a was, January six, like an alternative January six. An alt, like, alt, an alt yeah. white boy January six. I dare you to riff on that. I dare you, <laughs> Eric. You I dare you to. to you know, I got that. million things I could say right now that would go more viral than anything anybody's ever done. But January six. No, What's that for? Alt January six, come on. Something about Four. Ariel Pink being at both. All right. Oh yeah. All right, that's all right. Oh, there you go. Oh shit. All Wait right. A <clears throat> um, all right. But yeah, we need some good TV. It's it's gonna fall to us. us. We need these studios at the fucking AMPTP to stop doing uh what they're doing that's so evil and take risks. Okay. Yeah. And girl. take risks. Listen yep. to us. The strike has gone on long enough and they're waiting to until we run out of homes until we all can't afford our houses anymore none of us have houses man we didn't have houses to begin with he who makes a beast out of himself gets rid of the pain of being a man oh avenge sevenfold (laughs) 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 i don't think they made that up but yes they they use it as well (laughs) but there are beastly pains there are beastly (laughs) pains that men but I'm, once a, you're a beast, you get a whole new tier of pain. I'm finding this point. out from Baldur's Gate 3 is that you think it's easier because this is a different oh, class dude. or different. Nah, nah, nah. Everybody and, has their own strengths and weaknesses. And I'll tell you, beasts probably have pain that would <laughs> you could, hurt badly. Imagine getting a splinter if you're a fucking big old ogre. You probably get the Yowch. craziest splinter. Yeah, oh, right. disgusting. Ogres make me sick. If you're a fucking slimy ogre, even tune trick? out. Get a drop off Shrek, my line. You don't mean yeah. that about Shrek, do you? Nah, well, Shrek is, you know. That's, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. That, that was, was pretty amazing. good. Um, that was amazing. Fuck, what were we just talking about? TV being good well, again? This is maybe, for some reason, this feels like one of the most unhinged episodes we've had in a while in terms of... Uh, <laughs> Topics and yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> So thanks for rocking That's, with us. Uh, well, we got a no, lot on our minds right now. Are you serious? And we got 10 minutes left. <sighs> because Well, this is what I've been thinking about. Yeah. We need to be making... I've been thinking about taking more financial risks. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about money. You risks. worry me when you talk like this. but <laughs> Well, let's hear them out. Let's hear them out. Yeah, but keep going. You keep going. Every couple of months, I have this, this deranged, like perception of money in a way that i just want to go to and I'm, i don't never go to casinos ever okay I'm, I'm not like a gambler i never gamble i've only gambled a couple times in my life one of them has been with you guys but i have this fucking feeling like i either want to put it all on black every fucking cent what put is it all on instinct? black at the roulette table and just you know say, my friend's brother it. did that and what happened well, he lucked out, but three he he turned a hundred dollars into three hundred dollars and said, "I'm done gambling for the whole time." And I'm <laughs> yeah, like, "Yeah, but that wasn't yeah. his like life savings, Coward. was it?" Uh, well, I don't know. If so, I don't know pathetic, how much that man. <laughs> but I'm talking about either doing something like that or just putting 
all of my money into i just need like a business idea or something like that i'm willing to just put it all into invest okay because that's what people do you know they take these and i'm talking about a real risk not these fake risks that people talk about real risk where if this doesn't work out yo i'm fucked yeah. I want to take want one of those. Those are the risks the that pay off. You need skin yeah. in the game. So Nate, what do you care about? Money. Okay. <laughs> That's not what I was getting really mean. All right. So all right, I'll fix them. So how about this? You are passionate about nose strips. Breathing okay. strips. Oh so yeah. Customized. Surely you're not fully satisfied with your experience. Like you can imagine that they could be a little better. You can imagine it. Are is it the aesthetics? Is it the function? Is it the usability? Is it the reusability? Reuse recycle. Are they not recyclable? You know what else are you passionate about? You is should turn. You should turn nose strips into do the Balenciaga. Yep. Uh, no strip, you know, pair it with the some... luxury nose strip. Yeah, edible yeah, yeah. edible luxury nose strips with pheromones on it, so they get you horny. You know what? I, oh, that is. You know what I was thinking too when I wore those nose strips. Turn that into make it just a little more stickier, or put something on it that turns it into like a blackhead remover as well. Oh, oh my you know what I'm saying. So you have one oh. strip of incredible skin at all times. Yep, yep, yep. And you can film it and go viral for making pimple popper videos. Yuck. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, yep. I mean, we just came up with at least a hundred thousand dollar idea right there. So just send it to us, Nate, and we'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. All right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you know th- there's that, like, uh, tape called, like, hostage tape? Huh? They've, like, you know, mouth taping has been a big Huberman, Joe Rogan thing where... Oh, for sleeping. For sleeping. Right, and then yeah. there's, like, the male-oriented, like, it's called, like, hostage tape. And it's just, like, a black piece <laughs> of tape that looks manly that goes over your... It's the liquid death of mouth... Yeah, Wait, yeah, yeah, what? Yeah. Like, people mm-hmm. don't want to put, like, a... Oh. Like, a... Uh, dainty little... No, they want a big... They want, like, dude. a... Well, this is definitely something hot to go in on is is liquid deathifying shit. Like, what what yeah. are you a little bit as a man a little bit embarrassed of doing? How about podcasts? These things are phallic. What if we made the pussy mic so that you're not oh. holding a phallic thing? You're holding basically like a <laughs> like a clitoris, like a <laughs> like cl- <laughs> <laughs> riffing in the. And clit. it's called like the male male savagery <laughs> death mic. You know what I'm saying? The male, yeah. It's called like the deathophone. It's called like the Michael Michael Rafone. You know what I'm saying? There needs uh, to be more in t- and Jack, maybe we can turn to you for guidance on this. Uh male candy. Be- be- make candy mm. kind of fucking sick again. Rugged licorice. Yeah. Fucking sharp. Yeah. Tylenol <laughs> sharp. I'm, I'm so hey, hey Eric. <laughs> Naughty. Oh shit. Eric, uh, Tylenol yeah. Sharp, that's pretty funny, man. Who'd you... <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know just, what I mean? Some yeah. badass so, so, candy. So here's the... Th- let's let's break it down. Yeah. So step one is the... It's, it's all about the aesthetics. So mm. if I'm walking down the street right away, I don't want to be holding a little crinkly bag, right? Nah. So maybe the package that it... We start with the packaging, right? What's a manly Ooh. thing to put your hand in as you're walking around? A box a of fucking fucking a gun box. A, yeah. A fish tackle box, a fishing tackle box. Or yeah. what else do men have? Oh, what about one of those uh like a ditty bag? You ever heard of that? What's hmm. that? A ditty bag, isn't it? It's like you keep like grips carry them to keep all their equipment in and shit. Oh yeah, you want to put candy in that? 
So you put candy in a big ass leather satchel, like Velcro, fucking whatever, mm-hmm. Kevlar, fucking thing. And then I guess by the looks of it, it would. I don't know. Kind of. What if it was this. like burlap? Uh, a burlap container. Container. It looks like rugged. Looks like almost chewing tobacco. Yeah. And it's called fucking like. Mm, looking like. Mm, well, if it's branded in an alcoholic way, because oh, alcoholic. it's so bad Yo, for you. Give me that now. <laughs> give me some alcohol candy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Why don't we call it fucking Burnett's Burnett's Twizzlers? You know, not get Twizzlers out of it. Burnett Twist uh, Adult Twistings. You know what I'm we saying? Alcoholic. Burnett's Adult Twistings. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We need uh, alcoholic Slim Jims. Oh, ooh, that's so fucking. Mm. Oh, dude. You know what, Nate? There's a business for you. You need to put. Uh, let's say you put. Forty thousand dollars worth of Slim Jims. Buy that, and then buy forty thousand dollars worth of jars of whiskey. Right now, put all the Slim Jims in there and let them soak it all up over the next decade. Meanwhile, you're doing the promotion, you're hyping it up, you're doing music videos about it. Oh my God, ten years worth of music videos about alcohol, Nate's alcoholic Slim Jims. And then you're <laughs> <laughs> ten years worth. Of- <laughs> We need to be soaking more shit in alcohol. I think American culture, <laughs> Western culture is so behind soaking shit in alcohol. Uh, like I'll you guys you. have tried Baijiu, right? Baijiu. I was just talking about Chinese that a couple liquor. days ago. Well, you know my, you guys know my my best bud Jess. Yeah. His wife is Chinese, comes from China, and yep. apparently her mom has a whole at their house like a collection of Baijiu, and it's like they. Um, mm. They put like bear. I don't even know what they put in it, but it's all things to they like soak flavor. Stuff in they it. soak stuff in it, and then and now it's flavored and it's delicious. And they they do the same mm. at the Russian tea room, where they soak all that vodka and horseradish and dill and lemon. Well, mm. now here's the Ginger. opposite scenario. This okay. is this is I believe the worst thing I've ever eaten in my life. What is a friend in Chicago was working at a place that had apples like apples that were sliced like t- in a kind of so they look like tires you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it was like sli- fancy apple slices yeah and they had been soaked in whiskey for like a billion years Oof. and it wasn't you didn't drink the whiskey you got the apple and the eating like chewing and eating on something that purely tasted and hurted like liquor was one of the hardest things i've ever had to eat isn't I'm that sorry, you had to go through that. Man. That sounds gross. Well, it this was at good. a restaurant, at like a fancy restaurant. You know what I'm realizing and wondering is maybe they used those apples to flavor the stuff, and those things were going to get thrown out, and that's why we got them for free. And we just, but they get you fucked up, so we ate them. Oh. <sighs> we need to dedicate a whole episode to liquor and li- liqueurs, cocktails. That's true. We have to do the get all fucked up episode, please. Yeah. Have, have we done that? No, uh, we've well, had we a did, drink we or two. One. We should do power hour uh, with liquor. Oh, well, God. we could do it experimentally. <laughs> Wait, what's power hour? Where you have six hot dogs and six beers and six pieces of fucking joints? Or no, power it hour is, is a like, shot of yeah, beer a minute. every minute, and by the end of an hour, oh. you have drank probably four beers. That's about sixty ounces of beer. A shot. I don't know, of a little beer. more, seventy-five ounces. <laughs> Wait a minute, four beers in an hour. We should do a power hour, dude. I'm saying that with, pe- with peanut butter, uh, well, whiskey. Why don't? What if we? Um, <laughs> Ew. Wait a minute. That's the most hey. disgusting shit on the planet. Watch, watch your mouth. 
Watch your mouth. I just had peanut butter whiskey for the first time, <laughs> chilled. But let me tell you, it was handed to me by two elders, yeah. which made me, like, I feel like if I got it, this same shot handed to me by a 19-year-old, I'd be like, this is fucking disgusting. I'm going to feel like shit. But because it was handed to me by mm. two people whose boat I was on, who I won't name, and who were a little older than us, perhaps, somebody's I guess, parents. no older than 55, if I had to, you know, somebody's right. parents. But they, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I thought it was fancy. It tasted now good? I, it tasted good, and I thought it was fancy, and now you're saying that, and I'm realizing it wasn't. <laughs> Uh, it reminds me of the guy that worked at my college liquor store and he, he looked like, um, what's his name from Harry Potter, the groundskeeper, you know Are what I'm talking petite? about? Hagrid? No. Not how, not Hagrid. It's Snape. The, mean, the mean one. And he had long ass white hair and he talked like this. And he, I, t- I talked to him one time Dobby? and he was like, I never drink any of this shit. I haven't had a drink of alcohol my entire life. I remember thinking, this is the saddest existence. You work in a, you're surrounded by all this delicious liquor. You never try to drop, you know what I mean? And you're you're looking at fake IDs all day and passing. I think this guy must have passed by now. Must have passed away by now. You guys want to hear an epic college moment? Yeah, drinking constantly. moment that I had constantly. I went to Ohio State University in Columbus, Ohio, and this is one of those like party schools. Like people go to this school to party and that's like above education and there was a night where probably the maybe the most i've ever drank in my life was this night and we were up i'm talking all night long into the morning like what the hell into like 7 a.m drinking no. stuff like it was like luda it was fucked up like it's I'm, I'm like disgusted even thinking of it right now so we were drinking till seven in the morning out on my front lawn oh, excellent. and a guy was walking to class like an early class in the morning and saw <laughs> us like drinking alcohol. And then he went to class and we were still <laughs> drinking. Like he came back from the class and he had a six pack and he gave it to us and he was like, keep going guys. Oh my that God. Is legendary that is level status. 10 Stacy's mom epic that, bunk bed moment. That's, that's like a, a, a animal Burt house Kreischer. style. Yeah, that's national. <laughs> that that is a beast. That is. Oh, that makes me sick that, just thinking out. of that. That makes me want to go to college. Give me some beer now. <laughs> Dude, let's have a fucking beer. You know what? Weirdly enough, liquor and cocktails, it's fading away from me a little bit. I'm not as interested no. Re- recently. No, 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 no. That's just because you've Eric. been literally bedridden sick no, no, for the I'm last two and a half weeks. Beer, I'm back on beer. Oh. Oh. Them light love, beers, yeah, the Michelob yeah. Ultras. Yeah, that's what I like. That, dude, they have, you know what they have? Modelo came out with their with the Michelob. Super Platinum Light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you Did know you all that? the... Yeah, oh, I mean, I <laughs> you just were heard... You so excited I to just say heard that, about yeah. it from somebody, but... <laughs> oh, I haven't tried that yet. That sounds good. I it? was so jacked. I saw that in a Target. I was like, oh, shit. We got to be having We can someone. drink Modelo's light style, like the Michelob Ultra style. Mm. That just like when we were in Martha's Vineyard and we were cooking that final steak taco dinner night, I had about four Michelob Ultras while I was cooking. And that is the best I've ever. And I'm listening to my music. I'm playing it because I get to. I'm cooking. I get to play the music. Oh la la, that is heaven to me. Chopping, dicing, beer. Yeah. Well, I got those three tall boys that you bought. 
They're still in my fridge, Jerry. <laughs> that was the funniest alcohol purchase I've seen in a very long time. Okay, so our last, if you guys listen to the Busted Love episode. The worst, where, probably the worst pot episode we've had. Maybe the worst, and I, by the way, I, I think I said, but I, I fell asleep about 30 seconds afterwards and was snoring in the bed. <laughs> I had bought two, three packs of giant tall boys of Modelo. Six tall boys. Six. Thinking that like, oh, this night might get <laughs> this, crazy. Yeah, I was thinking we might have <laughs> some we, fun tonight. And we had a, this was at midnight and we had a flight at seven in the morning. And we had about two sips each. Nate, you had the most, man. You were, I noticed yeah, you probably half a little beer. Yeah. Yeah, but I couldn't even, couldn't even do it. So. So they're still out there waiting for us in LA. Speaking of LA, don't forget, get your tickets. Dynasty typewriter. Uh, Some special guests are incoming. We can't drop them quite yet, but we'll drop their names. Get your tickets now. Yeah, Yeah, we can't say who it is, but we can say one of them is Sarah Sherman. And then the rest of them we're working on. We can't say who it. We can't (laughs) even reveal that it's Sarah Sherman, but we'll let you guys know when we when we drop the lineup. Good golly! You know right now though. Good gracious. And September well, 25th, we're going to be oh. at the Bell House, and um, we're having a residency in Slovenia. We're going to be there for all of 2024. That's right. That's right. And, and it's a way to get out of some prison time some, that some we don't want to talk sheltering. about. Yeah. yeah. Um, this has been the Risk episode. Listen. Oh, fuck. Did I just have something else I remembered based on well, that? Well, we got to say what gave us joy. Oh, my bad. Good God. Let me say something real quick, just what? on Risk. Just one more thing. I don't, I, my therapist told me this. Okay. And well, anyways, he said that some, one of his patients, he was like, you're, you know, you're pursuing your dreams and like, you know, that's awesome, whatever. But he was like, I have patients that, that, um, nothing is in their way. I was like talking about how there are things in my way to like pursuing what I want to do. Like there's people that have to say yes to you. There's gatekeepers, you know, that mm-hmm. have to say yes to me for my dream to be fully actualized, which, you know, is true and not true at the same time. Anyways, he was like, I have patients who would, uh, who there's nothing stopping them from doing what they, they're like a carpenter or something like that. And they want to sing or something. They want to be a singer mm-hmm. and nothing is stopping them from taking that leap and becoming a singer. And I was like, can you tell them that I would be so jealous of them that there is nothing stopping you from doing it and you're, and why would you not do it? So I hope this is just that extra push. If there's somebody out there who wants to pursue your dream, do it now. And I'll, I'll just comment on that. I think that's beautiful, but have a safety net, have a <laughs> fucking do not just go out there and pursue with nothing underneath you because you are going to fail miserably get a day job that can pay you pretty good money and do this shit on the side until you can't do that day job anymore that's what i've done and can it's, I... it's worked wonders for me until i got laid off <laughs> um you're saying nate... the darkest room <laughs> it's so i'll be... yeah T- to be completely honest nate i don't understand what you said and I want you to say <laughs> that's fine. No, no, no. And will that's you, fine. Will you and say that's fine. It all we can short just move on. Yeah. Wait, huh? what? So he he was saying what? That people would be jealous. What? I was okay. Let me. You know what? Let's just move on. It's just no. Not because even, listen, there's a lot of people f- with my level of comprehension skill that didn't okay, understand okay, okay. you as well. I'll try and break I'm it down. Sure I'll try, not, I got you. I got you, Jack. I got you. This is embarrassing okay. now. So I was okay. All right. All right. So there, I was telling him about how there are, there are 
obstructions, there are obstacles in my way to achieving my dream. Okay, you with me, Jack? You just moved out of the I'm frame. I'm listening, man. I'm listening. You're listening? Okay, you're just laying down while listening. I just have There are things in my way. And he was like, <laughs> I have I have clients who there's nothing stopping them. There's nothing in their way from achieving their dream. So they're a carpenter, but then they want to be a, being a singer? There's no That's obstacles? That's the example I gave just but they off can, top But there's head. still he, goal. There, how could there be nothing stopping anybody from achieving their dream unless their dream is... You can't just... It's, their dream just, is to go sing on the sidewalk. What do you mean? Exactly. Like, let's just say it's as oh, simple as that. They just want to be like, a, go to karaoke just, and have friends. I see what you're saying. Or there so, are people sure. who are afraid to even allow themselves to yes. indulge in their interests. Gosh, exactly. Heard, exactly heard that. Chef. Okay. The yes, bear. Chef. The bear. So that's Shout it. Out. Yeah, you got it, and you got it, and we worked. Okay. This. So so then so then so then um, I see what you're saying. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Uh. Yeah. So go out there and fuck just <laughs> and and don't have a backup. I'm gonna counter Eric's thing. Don't have any backup. Nah, go nah, all nah. in. Quit your job. Put it all on black. Fucking lose your lose your relationships, lose friends, lose your life into your passion. Because go all in. Because if you don't, it's not gonna work out. Get a job if you and have that if you have that backup plan, it ain't gonna work out for you. Sorry. Listen. Get a job that you're willing, never have a job that you're not willing to quit. Be willing to live alone and know how to be lonely for the rest of your life. A setup is a setback for a comeback, even if you get whatever. And by the way, I can't remember. Well, I'll say this. Sometimes the most most beautiful image is a mattress on the ground in a new city. Uh, (laughs) No belongings, just the clothes on your back and a suitcase. And a new job. You know what I mean? That's let yourself think that's beautiful because that is beautiful. You're taking that's a risk starting over. Yeah. So, what gave me joy this week? Well, we directed uh, one of the most viral music videos of all time for a band called Hotline TNT. Me and Jack. Nate would have been in it if he was here. Caleb Pitts was in it. Jill O'Connell was in it. And we had an amazing time. So, go check that out now. And what gave me joy this week was a there's this green salsa at. Um, <laughs> mm, I want to try it. I went. I went that to salsa awesome. and beer this no, week. And we're no, no, go you did. Yeah. We are going next week. Oh my god! And uh, and I was just eating the fuck out of the green salsa there and the orange salsa, and I was just mm. like, Who'd I mean, I feel with? like me and Jane. We just went together and we got the fajitas and it was just, we had the perfect, like, I feel like I just like perfectly didn't get too full. Cause that's a problem there. You can get way too fucking full. You got to split the Zacatecas fajitas with someone. We split the Guadalajara fajitas, sizzling fajitas. We split them because it's so much. And even then I was full. I couldn't Mm -hmm. even eat the whole fucking my half of it. With the chips, with the bean dip on the side, get out of town. My mouth Perfect is meal. watering. I'm not kidding. Mine you. is too. Whoa. Under forty bucks, we're talking. Or under with tip fifty. Well, you with the get... way I tip, under seven hundred dollars. <laughs> All right. The way I tip, yeah. But for you all, it's under fifty bucks for if you're doing the if you're doing it Nate Brown style. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Nate, you do you know it. that there's a margarita bar uh, that's opening in? in Ridgewood that's gonna I think gonna be open when you're here dude and is that and the it's owned by Rolos. Did whatever Rolos, I met yeah. the I met the owner of Rolos didn't I did you at your birthday that's what at Caleb my birthday 
And I tried making a joke, and I could tell that he wasn't down, so I I pulled the parachute on. You tried to make a joke about Rolos. I did, yeah. I was all fucked up. It was my birthday, and I and I, I was walking into a joke. I was gonna start roasting him for making a kind of bougie ass burgers, and then uh, I, I stopped because I I could see he wasn't really wanting to joke about that. His his passion. I went to Rolos last night. I had a wonderful time. I love Rolos every time I go. I love their take on the burger. It's different. Um, <laughs> so what gave me joy, Jack? <laughs> what gave me joy besides Rolos <laughs> is uh, <laughs> listen. What gave me joy was spending the holiday, Labor Day, shout out to people who enjoy that, is going on my friend's parents' boat. This was lovely. Uh, a little thorn. My best friend Eric wasn't there. Sorry, I was man. sick. I was sick. Was I sick. couldn't make it. Uh, but this was so lovely. I'd never spent a day on a boat, and this was like a beautiful fucking boat. Dude, did you go was, tubing? We didn't go tubing, but we did go oh. bring some paddle boards out. And it was a boat that's like a boat you dream of, where it's like it has this kind of 70s, like mustardy kind of energy and colors and vibe and stuff. Oh, shit. And the speakers were all on there, and there's like a grill and a, and a grill and a stove and all this stuff built in. Was and there a bathroom? There's a downstairs with a bed and a bathroom Whoa, and a shower. out there. And my friend, I won't say who, but let's just say they're going to be a guest and their name is Sarah. They're going to be a dynasty typewriter. But let's just say they took a shit on the fucking boat and it fucking clogged the toilet. And then they scooped up all the fucking toilet paper and toilet water to try to unclog it. And we were all hanging out in the water right behind the boat. And she was like laughing and threw, I don't know, if I, I have to be able to say this. And she threw a bucket of toilet water in the water where we were all fucking hanging out and everybody like got back on the boat and it was like was some one of the most psycho uh, things I've ever seen. Um but I feel like that's something like a fan of hers would guess that she's up to. Yeah. It's Sarah not in the to? way that you think. Like it's not in like the Sarah like Sarah is a you know I don't want to out her but you know she's actually quite squeamish and quite normal. Um but this so it wasn't a gross thing it was like she is like blacking out in like humiliation and laughter and just like couldn't hear us and was being inhuman but at the end of the day my thing that gave me joy is the people who i was with on that boat mm. it was so lovely to get to peer into another family uh and feel somebody else's home in this cold world um the inhuman dearth of noble natures there aren't enough fun families out there. When I when I when I meet a fun family, go. That is just the best, man. These motherfuckers. My, listen, the first I, one of the first times I met uh, Sarah Sherman's dad, I wrestled him on the floor. <laughs> that's on awesome. Hardwood floor. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's I, that's how I want to. I want to be a dad like that. That's get, like there's well, some stay in shape. This dude's in there. shape. This dude is in good shape. We will stay in shape when we have our children. I'm in bad shape right now. Me I too. No but it's because I've been sick. We need motivation. Motivate us. Send us DMs. I need with a motivation. Goal. I need we all need it. We Please. all need inspiring messages because it's it's what keeps us going. We need some motivation from the fans right now. DM us your most sentimental shit ever to keep us going and rocking and staying the and staying very creative in these times. And uh, let us know yeah. in the comments what risk you took this week medical or otherwise all right everybody <laughs> thank you so much for listening to joy tactics
Risk. Let's just go for another hour. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I mean, we're here. Right. And people should know that before every episode, we're talking for about an hour on Zoom before and we can never get started. So we have no idea what we're going to talk about. We, we have then... talked for hours at this point. Good God. Yeah, at least a couple. All right. All right. Joy all right. Tactics out. God bless you all this week. <laughs> Something bad's coming. Be prepared. <laughs> Stay. Watch your back. Well. That concludes another incredible fucking episode of Joy Tactics. Head over to patreon.com slash joytactics to unlock exclusive weekly bonus episodes. And make sure to follow us on social media where we post fire TikToks and hilarious shit like that. And if you loved the shit you just listened to make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Thanks for listening and remember, we are shaped by our thoughts, we become what we think. When the mind is pure, joy follows like a shadow that never leaves.